from Scotston. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy. So welcome to Warriors Weekly from Scotston and specifically the players' kitchen here at Scotston. Me and Ashy here again, uh, and we're going to have a game of darts as we're playing. Who's startboarding it, Ashy? Uh, this board was brought in by uh, Petrus, so he seems to have some uh, connection or somebody he knows that works for Unicorn, so they managed to get us a dartboard here. Really high quality board. Uh, I remember I used to have one in the house as a kid, nothing like this, so let's get this game underway, Jack. And what we, what are we playing? We're going to play around the world. Right, and that's how we're going one to one to twenty in order. We'll just go one. Why don't we go one to five and then? Uh, <laughs> I think you're asking to drop a lot of me, mate. Well, <laughs> if we go one to twenty, we'll be here for an hour, and that's too long for an episode. So let's go one well, to. Mate, I'm looking at these numbers on the board here, and you're. Yep. Who's that at the top? <laughs> so you're pretty good at this. Uh, nine dart, highest score. We've got the rankings up on the board. I'm at the top. I've got two six four. So you uh, you fancy yourself as a bit of a darts player, do you? Yeah. Well, that's a miss. That's a miss. Oh, this is a, this is highly unlikely. Mate, that's pretty embarrassing. Oh, I've given it one. the big one. I've hit missed three darts. <laughs> so are you the best <laughs> in the squad then at this? Nah, I don't know. Uh, there's a few good players. Nico's all right. Uh, surprisingly, Nico's all right. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? One, two, and he's got three. Oh, uh, I missed the missed three. It. If you got that, you would have got another go. Right, mate, so let's chat rugby as we're doing this. Yep. Um, you weren't playing, but you were down there on the weekend. Yep. What's what's the mood been like this week? What was the meeting like yesterday, most importantly? Oh. Pretty tough, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's tough to take. I mean, uh, you know, after a defeat like that and such a massive game, the first thing you kind of... The first kind of thing you do is you take a good hard look at you know why the result ended up that way and um, you know what we can do to change and 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 build on it moving forward. So it was a tough meeting. You know, there was a lot of honesty from the coaches and and they questioned us on a a lot of different aspects of our game and and our preparation for the game. Um, so you know I think as a group of players we we have to learn from it and and we have to. As a group, collectively, we have to try and find a way to um, win in these big games, you know, in these quarterfinals, and um, you know, when it comes to playoffs and stuff, we need to we need to find a way to come together collectively and, and perform in these games because I guess what happened on Saturday was I think un- uncharacteristic of us, uh, given the performances that we put in over the course of the season. Uh, we're obviously sitting in a really good position in the league. And, and I think, given that, the performance on Saturday didn't reflect that. Um, what was Dave's chat post-game was that we didn't show up, we didn't give a, a good enough representation of ourselves. Is that is that echoed in the squad? Is that what the boys are feeling? It's difficult because from a player's point of view, you never feel as if, you really feel as if you didn't give enough. Like, you know, nobody goes out there... And, and tries to get beat or tries to make mistakes or tries to underperform, that's not the way things go. I mean, that yeah. would be... Uh, I think it may seem like that from an outside-in uh, viewpoint, but the reality is is that you know, we are, we're doing our best to, to win games and we're, we're, we're giving everything we've got, but you know, I think there are a few tweaks that we can make in terms of you know, our attitude towards these big games and and our understanding of ourselves and, and, and 
and where we can look to get the most out of ourselves. So, you know, it was it was a difficult meeting, and you know, there's some some questions have been put to us and things to reflect on. Is that um, coming from the coaches or within yeah, the, the it's squad itself? From, it's coming from from the coaches, um, and obviously some of the the leaders in the team are really trying to push push these uh, thoughts and and concepts as well. So. Uh, yeah, not a difficult, uh, not not an easy meeting uh, at the start of the week, but you know we, you know we've got a lot to play for. I think we lost that game. Saracens were good. We underperformed, and, and if that's the case, it's very easy to to lose these games yeah, by yeah. 25, 30 points. So you know, we learn from it, we park it, and we move on. We've got a massive game this Friday, and I think you know everybody's excited to be back at Scotston, and to, and we're certainly feeling an excitement. We want to get back on track, and we want to. You know, get back to our, our winning ways. So that's certainly the focus moving on now. It's a short week, short turnaround for us, and um, yeah, whoever gets a crack on, on Friday night will be looking to relinquish uh, as a team and, and personally as well. Just the official <laughs> Glasgow Warriors podcast. Monday was a busy media day here at Scotston and throughout today's episode of Warriors Weekly we'll have clips of what assistant coach Jonathan Humphreys and fly half Adam Hastings had to say to the press. Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. Um, you, you learn that if you're not on top, uh, on top of your game going to, to a team like Saracens you're going to get soundly beaten. And um, unfortunately, on that game, we weren't on top. We were really close to it. So, um, yeah, so you know, real disappointing day for us. I think as a as a group of players, of course they're down. You know, they they didn't feel they did themselves justice, and that's um, and that's you know it's a real disappointing feeling. You know, in the quarterfinal of Europe, but um, no, you know we're keen to show that that game does not define us. You know, we got hopefully four games. To, to show what defines us between now and the end of the season. Yeah, I think it, it's of course you know the evolving of any team is to is to go to you know one of the tougher competitions around and, and constantly be in the quarterfinals, getting out of the quarterfinals and the semis. Um, but we're we're still still pretty young in terms of that. It's also the second time we've been in the quarterfinals. Uh, for some of these players, the first time they've ever played in the quarterfinal. Um, and it's you know it's heartbreaking, and you've got to go through some real tough lessons to get where you need to. So you know we got to hope that. That's a lesson that we've learned, um, and then we're going to push on. Both teams uh, hurting after losses, two different types of losses. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a tough. It always is against us. You know, they're they're a good team. They're well coached team. Um, made significant improvements this year, um, and we're under no illusion that it's going to be a really really tough game on the weekend. Um, and for us, you know, we need to win. Uh, we need to keep ahead of Munster. Because um, we want to finish top five. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they've got a great drive. They score a lot of tries through um, through their four, especially the uh, five metres out where they get a lot of lineouts. But you know they're they're, they're a really really well coached team. Uh, they defend really well. Um, they're hard over the ball. Um, so a difficult team to, to break down. So we're going to have to you know play with a lot more physicality than we did on the weekend in order to try and get something from this game. Yeah, it's always great to be back here. Um, you know, we've got two uh, regular games here last for the rest of the season, and, um, and we're keen to show show Warriors supporters what, what this team is about. It's not um, because you know, you, you, you're looking at a game that, that really, really didn't represent what we're about. So a tough run is great for us. 
Um, this time last year we were cut and dry top of the league. Um, we felt we lost our competitive edge, so uh, we need our competitive edge to get through this. The latest from Scotston, the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. Just to confirm, as as we were chatting there, I reached five before you. Rep, so we've actually got to do green and bull now. Do we actually? So you have to hit that, yeah. Right, okay. So that's that's me. I'm, I'm on green. I've just hit five. Uh, but that's my shot. Was it? Anyway, All right. Anyway, no, anyway. Well, you go then. You go. You go. <laughs> right, um, so yeah, like you said, massive game against Ulster. Already sold out. Um, Ulster at Scotstons always tasty, isn't it? They're a big side. There's there's a bit of history there, but it's even more interesting this time because Dan McFarland's head coach. He knows us inside out. He knows the Scotland boys inside out. Is that going to give the other hand to them? He knows the fact that he knows so much about our pack? Or, yeah. or do we, the fact that we know how he coaches, does that hand us the, the upper hand? Yeah, I think, uh, obviously, as you say, there is a bit of history here at Scotsdown with, you know, us playing Ulster. I remember the, um, the semi-final from back, what was that, four years ago? Four years ago, yeah. The semi-final before the semi-final uh, when we won the league. Yeah, four years ago. I remember that game. That was probably one of my highlights as a player mm-hmm. in my career so far. And um, you know, there's no doubt about it. Dan Dan knows a lot of the players that have played here well. And oh, I'll take that. I've just won the game. <laughs> That's the great. <laughs> Dan knows as well. Um, and and of course he. He's played a massive part in the development of this club, especially the forward pack. And you know, the thing is, I think, although what it was only a couple of seasons ago that, that Dan left um, to become part of the Scotland coaching setup, uh, things have changed dramatically since uh, since then. You know, like new coaches come in, new players come in, uh, the game changes, and, and and I think as players we have to change our. Uh, technically we have to change and also our understanding of the game has to change so although he knows us personally it's not, it's not as simple as him showing up and being like yeah. here's the Glasgow line out yeah, this is what they'll do now there's no way uh, for instance our line out system from when Dan was here as to what it is now is completely non-comparable like right, okay. it would not make any sense at all um, yes he may know for instance if he knows Johnny Greywell he'll know what line outs Johnny tends to prefer mm-hmm. to take himself but uh in terms of the system, he, he won't actually know any of the goals. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an exciting game. You know, I, I think everybody's looking forward to it. And, and Ulster have had a pretty successful season under Dan as uh, well, their head coach. Tasty, considering what happened to both clubs last weekend, Ulster very close to beating Leinster. They'll be looking to bounce back from that. We're obviously looking to bounce back. Everything, it's all culminated in this. Yeah huge fixture on Friday night yeah it is both teams will want to get back to winning ways and from watching the game uh, the Leinster Ulster game last week it was a it was a cracking game of rugby Ulster were probably really unfortunate uh, to miss out obviously with the, the, the try that got knocked on over the line but um, you know to see Leinster at the end of the game going what was it 40 phases or something mm-hmm. to close to, to close the game out it's like you know these guys have got a fantastic defence. They're a well-drilled team. So, in order to win on Friday night, we're going to have to build pressure, and, and you know we're probably not going to break them down at one or two phases. So, I think it will be it'll be it'll be great viewing, and uh, you know it's a highly important game. We need to get the win, and uh, and you know the next three games are massive for us moving forward to hopefully put ourselves in a, a good position for a home semi. 
This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Um, yeah, look, before the game, uh, we obviously thought we'd, we had a good chance. You know, we'd, we'd put them close, obviously, the first game here at Scots, and then the second game, you know, we were in it for 60 odd minutes, and then, um, yes, they beat us again. So, look, we were feeling confident, and ultimately, you know, when we started the game, obviously, a brilliant start, and then as the game went on, um, they got away from us, we managed to get kind of foothold back in before half time but then it was 20 minutes after half time almost let us down a bit and that was kind of the game gone then so yeah just massively frustrated and disappointed yeah look at obviously these last three games are massive and um, you know if we're serious about winning this competition and coming top of our conference then we need to we need to win these last three games so um, yeah look and, and that starts with this week you know back at home in front of our home crowd so um, yeah no, we're looking forward to it and, and we'll rip into it it's not easy. I think you've got to take it on the chin almost. You know, there's there's older and, and younger players in the squad, and um, look, we've, we've we've reviewed it, and it's not easy. It's not easy to look at. You know, sometimes come back over. It's it's tough to watch, but look, that's that's the most important thing is you've got to learn from these. And quite often, when you do lose, they're they're where you take your biggest learnings from. So. Look, I think we've just looked at it as it's done now, you know, bank it, but don't forget what that felt like because we don't want to feel like that again this season. Yeah, look, I think it's, it's times like these where where leaders emerge and, um, you know, we've got many of them in this squad and I think, you know, you, you do listen to them, especially as a, as a younger player. It's just, you know, obviously they're very experienced and, and they've been there before. Um, so, yeah, I think us younger boys listen to them and, and really just take on board what they're saying and I think the biggest thing, we spoke about this week is we don't need to panic you know that's a different competition it's out of the way and um, we control what we can control now and that starts this right um, no I think look, if, if Rory Best isn't, isn't going to be playing that's a huge blow for them you know he's a, he's a quality player he's a great leader um, so yeah that'll be a tough blow for them but um, you know obviously we, we've done our, our previews and, and we've looked at ways we can exploit them so we'll be looking to do so this Friday yeah massive obviously you know the, the home support's great at Scottsdale you know the fans really get behind you and the atmosphere's quality so yeah, look massive. Obviously, you know, playing at home—that's what everyone, everyone wants to be in, and it's more of a comfortable setting. So, yeah, massive. Yeah, no, look, they're a, they're a big side, and um, you know, they'll pride themselves in that contact there. So we're going to have to go toe to toe with them there, and then, um, you know, they've got some half decent backs as well. So we're looking to shut them down. Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. Mentioned Johnny there. If selected, it's his hundredth game for the club. Tell us a bit about him because he's not he's not the most extrovert person, is he? Yeah, he likes to keep himself to himself, big Johnny boy. But he is a he's probably one of my closest friends in the squad. We we grew up playing age grade together. I first met Johnny um, at a Scotland under 17s training camp. Uh, obviously, I'd known a lot about his brother Richie and mm-hmm. heard and seen about him in the media and in, and Warriors at the time, um, but. Uh, Johnny back then was about uh, 25 stone <laughs> and he was about a foot and a half taller than everybody um, so he's uh, yeah he's his body shape's changed massively over the years that he's now you know he's, he's a very he's, he's a big guy but he's also very lean and fit you know back then if you were to look at his fitness tests and scores they would have probably been one of the worst <laughs> in the team but now you know he's, he's exceptionally he's got an engine so on him now he's got a massive engine on him so he's, he's worked incredibly hard and you know, like I think a lot of us guys who were in that team, to be brutally honest, under 17s, we probably weren't expecting Johnny to 
to go the distance that really? he has went in his career. You know, um, not that he wasn't a good rugby player, but you know, given his size and <laughs> his stature, you know, you compare that to his brother Richie, who looked so lean and athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, Johnny had to really turn it around and work hard to to get to where he's got. And for me, I think like as a friend, he's he's been so inspirational. Like he he sort of broke into the team before me here at Warriors and as a young player you see that someone that you're playing with and someone that you've played with for a few years has the ability to do that it gives you so much confidence you think oh well if he can do it maybe I can do it you know yeah, like yeah, and, yeah. And, and, it, and he's been so inspirational for me um, so I mean 100 for Johnny in the weekend uh, you know he got his 50 caps there just in the Six Nations very impressive still at the ripe age of 25 I believe uh, so you know, so much more to come from him as well, and uh, he's one of the hardest working players that you know I've, I've ever seen. His focus on the pitch, it's his, it's his tackles that gets him the recognition, isn't it? His tackle numbers, just yeah. relentless, up, go again, up, go again. On the pitch, is that what it's like? It's just John's yeah, always there. He seems to always be making all the tackles. I don't know how he does it, but you know, like he's probably averaging about twenty-five a game. Uh, I think at one point he went. Right, can we? We talk about that. Twenty-five tackles. This yeah. is. I'm playing devil's advocate here. You're playing for eighty minutes. Uh-huh. Twenty-five tackles sounds all right, yeah. but as a player, that's that's an enormous amount, isn't it? Yeah, that's a massive amount. I guess like in the forward pack, if you're making sort of fifteen tackles a game, that's pretty high. You know, that's a lot. So that's a good number. So twenty-five is huge. Yeah, twenty-five is massive, and to back it up week in week out, like the. The pounding that t- you take for, right, for doing yeah, that's that, what like, I, I mean, like your know. body, what, what physically. What does that do to your body? I mean, after doing that for one game, never mind, let alone Johnny, that you know he's he's very rarely injured or hurt, and you know he's he's probably played thirty games a season, mm-hmm. and to, to back that up week in week in week in week out is impressive. Like I, I don't know many people that can do that. Um, so yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, as I said, I think at one point we used to have this stat. And Johnny made something like 300 tackles without missing one. Yeah, that which was is like start that's last unheard season. of. <laughs> that's like that is that's freak stuff, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I think it, a lot of it comes down to hard work, and he's constantly pushing himself. He's never he's never content with where he's at, Johnny. He's always wanting to keep pushing and constantly asking more out of himself. So yeah, I'm proud as a friend to see him uh, get his hundredth cap on the weekend and. Um, and yeah, it's going to be special for for Rachel, his uh, lovely girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Good friends with her as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be good. I'm I'm excited to see him. Hopefully, we can we can back up with a good win for him. Uh, earlier today, we announced. Well, Dave has chosen his four nominations for McRae Financial Services Warrior of the Month: mm-hmm. uh, Scott Cummings, Matt Pegson, Stafford McDowell, Kyle Stain. Where would you be voting? <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Uh I think Scott Cummins has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his work rate over the last three or four games has been exceptional. Like uh, some of the tackles he's put in, like he's a really good low tackler, Scott. So um, you know he's been making a massive amount of tackles in games. His work rate's been huge. The line out, he he runs a line out, uh, and he's starting to become. Uh, really an established line-out caller I think mm-hmm. within this squad um, so he's been fantastic and I'd also mention you know like the other guys have all played fantastic well but I think Matt Matt Fagerson he's he's played well 
he scored a couple of tries against Zebre. Um, he got another one on the weekend, and he's he's playing he's playing really well. He's carrying well. He's uh, defending well. He's made some crucial turnovers for us at some points in games as well. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably say Scott, but Matt's that's, he probably gets my vote, but Matt's not far behind as well. Uh, and obviously, like Kyle, he's broke into this team. Out of nowhere, you know, yeah. like you know what's going on here. Like he's came <laughs> out of nowhere, um, which is fantastic to see him take his opportunity. Uh, and Stafford as well. You said Stafford, didn't you? Mm -hmm. yeah. He's just been, you know, he, I don't think he'll be far away from player of the season. Uh, really? Oh, honestly, I think he's been hugely consistent for us, and he's really stepped up, and um, he's played some great rugby for us this year. Uh, big athletic, strong ball carrier, um, and he's really got a f he's got an all round game. Like he's got everything. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I think in general he's he's had a fantastic season. So you know we'll see uh, we'll see what happens at the end of the season with that. But yeah, some great players nominated this this month. That's for sure. They've all got something in common as well. All previous guests on Warriors Weekly. Oh yes, man. That's what happens. That man. is what happens. They either score a try or they get nominated for some prestigious award. Come on here. So, as I mentioned earlier, Ulster's sold out. It's it's going to be a massive game, but then looking slightly into the future, we're then away to Leinster, and then we're going to go big. Scotstone is going big for the visit of Edinburgh. We're going to expand to 10,000 people. And even though they've won two of the three, they've retained the 1872 Cup, there's going to be an awful lot on the line in that game. Doing the maths, you don't want to go too, too much into it, but it's looking like we might need to get a result there to... To finish top, they might need a result to, to qualify. It's going to be a massive game, isn't it? Yep, it's slowly closing in on us. Um, you know, not to look too far ahead, as you say, we've got we've got two massive games before that. But I think uh, all the supporters, all the players, and collectively everybody at this club's really looking forward to that game. Um, it'll be awesome to see Scotsden jumping with ten thousand people. Um, what an atmosphere that's going to be! So, you know, the Edinburgh. We've been impressive this season, and you know we've we played against them, and you know tough, tough games like they are. They are one team that is functioning really well as a unit at the moment, mm -hmm. and you know they're they're certainly well drilled and extremely physical. So you know we're going to have to give everything we've got for that game, and as you say, it's probably going to boil down to being a, a pivotal game for us in our season. So yeah, without looking too far ahead, it's definitely. In the back of our minds, um, so it's exciting. It's gonna be a hell of an occasion. And so, if you have missed out on tickets to Ulster, you can get tickets to Edinburgh now at GlasgowWarriors.org. And then, of course, even further ahead, the final at Celtic Park in Glasgow. We would love to be there, but you can get tickets in advance right now at ScottishRugby.org. Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy.